Hi, this is Billy Starks, and you're wrestling to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, bringing you the latest exclusive breaking news, previewing and reviewing the latest social WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between every Saturday, and interviewing all the greatest indie wrestlers on Wednesdays. On YouTube and Castbox, I am your host, James J, with the American Scooter Dust. <laughs> I rhyme, boogie boogie, sticky ticky, tickle pickle and pants, but I don't know why. What? Well, I'm, I'm like a little fancy baby or an alcoholic Furby, and I'm. Drinking fireball. And Coleco Yachts. <laughs> See, I, I feel that because, you know, we, we went with one plan, but it's an audible. It's a rum and coke day, baby, every day. See, he's fireball. I'm more rum and coke. To me, fireball tastes like, you know, a fireball. Like, no, it tastes like uh, what's that Ooh, shit? Uh, car fluid, radiator uh, fluid. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. I I I can't tolerate. I can't tolerate any other whiskey, but whiskey. But sit for some reason, cinnamon whiskey, like Fireball, and, and Goldschlager. That stuff tastes absolutely delicious to me, and I hate cinnamon too. Well, cinnamon is on fire. Without being in liquor. But anyway, it's not a great day for wrestling. Um, Depends on who you ask. It's not uh, a great day for us as we have lost. Uh, well, we didn't lose, but uh, we, de- <laughs> we decided to part ways with uh, Mitch Mayhem. Um, we wish him nothing the best in his future and hope to see him doing well whatever he decides to do. Best wishes to Mitch Mayhem. Uh, on the good side of news, uh, last week, um, or well, last Wednesday, uh, I should say, our Billy Stocks interview dropped. And that was one for, one to listen to. Billy is, it's going to be a huge star, as we've been saying. See, uh, ironically enough, that not that day announced uh, the Big Stocks Tournament, which is just awesome, and we wish for nothing, best, nothing but best with that tournament as well. And, I, and we all know her grandfather, John Starks, is looking down on her from Madison Square Garden. Oh, wait, wait, they're not related? I don't believe so. <laughs> I wanted to get in a basketball joke. I don't know why. Maybe Tony Stark? No, because it's just one Stark. With the yeah. multiple Starks. I mean, it's uh, a Starks contrast. And you say, I, I see what he did with it. <laughs> Uh, this Wednesday we have coming up, uh, Little Mean Kathleen, the OG Squincy Squad, 
Uh, this is definitely one that was a lot of fun to do and a lot of interesting things come up. And, uh, I mean, you don't expect to talk about Gene Era and video games on a, on a wrestling podcast. But, hey, I mean, you never know what you expect. If you want to know who would win a fantasy booking in a fatal four-way between the Bronte sisters, you'll want to listen to this interview. Could have said it better myself. Uh, and then on um, February 20th and 24th, we have Sean Phoenix, uh, a two-part interview that is just completely incredible. Incredible human being, incredible stories. If you are just an independent pro wrestling fan, you absolutely want to listen to this interview. Both parts. Um, once again, that's on the 20th, which is a Saturday. So you could listen to our normal Saturday show and then listen to the first half of the Sean Phoenix interview. Just listen to us all Saturday, and then the second part, as normally scheduled, on Wednesday before Dynamite and NXT. And, uh, unfortunately, since the last time we spoke with Sean, he wasn't doing too well. So, best wishes to Sean Phoenix as well. Um, earlier this week, as we talk about the news, um, Terry Funk was apparently not in good health. And uh, that just really sucks, but I think he's doing better. I could be wrong. But it's going to take a lot to uh, for Terry Funk not to kick out. Right, Scooter? Mm. Uh, you know what? I have honestly... Not seen anything about um, uh, Terry Funk being um, de- dealing with any uh, medical um, issues, and I'm going back through all the uh, archives of the last couple of days. Um, who knows if he has? You know, it, pardon uh, my language here, but Terry Funk is probably the toughest son of a bitch in professional wrestling. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop a, uh, a plug here for the, uh, Twitch stream by Mr. Colt Cabana, who, uh, if you, if you raid his channel, it triggers off a promo, uh, that Terry Funk did, uh, that ends with Terry Funk basically screaming, FOREVER! Forever, forever. Um, yeah. So you know, if if Terry Funk is uh, leaving this world, you know, God Himself is personally going to have to escort him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be um. Wrestler Heaven is going to be uh, an interesting place if Terry Funk is uh, joining the ranks. Hopefully not. Hopefully and not anytime soon. Hopefully in a hundred years. But um, 
wishing, um, so. hoping uh, Terry Funk the best. Uh, Kalika, you want to say something about Terry Funk? I mean, he's got the Guinness Book of World Records for the most retirement matches <laughs> in in history. I swear that dude would retire like 15 times. But <laughs> everything that, that Scooter said, I, I second. Like, it, hell, even if he goes to hell, the devil's going to have to escort him. Somebody's going to be having to tussle with Terry Funk. He he just ain't going to go off into the night, you know. What's the saying? Uh Heaven doesn't want him, and hell's afraid he'll take over. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, Terry Funk is the only reason uh, we have Bret Hart in ECW footage. That's true. I mean, Terry Funk is like, you know what's funny? Because time fa- as time fades, people like for kind of for other than like wrestling enthusiasts. But damn, that dude is like history. He's a walking damn encyclopedia, thesaurus, whatever the hell. Well, Encyclopedia Britannica. He is literally a walking encyclopedia. That dude is like. Are, wait, are you saying he's a Funkasaurus? <laughs> Funk is on a roll. Somebody call my mama. My yeah, mama. But yeah, let's hope he, he gets, you know. He, he keeps it going, man. Just uh, rolling with more bad news. Um, Saul Guerrero, the daughter of Eddie and Vicky Guerrero, uh, is stepping back from wrestling. Um, probably she's having some uh, uh, mental health issues that kind of was, was kind of triggered by pro wrestling and the stresses of that. Um, we were sort of best, but this isn't like a great thing for her career. But, you know, obviously she kind of felt she needed to do this. What are your thoughts on Soul Girl um, uh, stepping back for the time being in school? Uh, well, I mean, when anybody can step back and objectively look at themselves and realize that they actually do need help. They're able to realize that that, of course, is the first step in any help or recovery process. Um, I mean, as as for Shawl, um, I believe this is actually the second time she stepped away from the ring. Um, I think the the first time was when she was uh, released. Um, I can't I can't speak to uh, uh, Shaw Guerrero's performance in the ring. So I I can't I can't say if she was good. I can't say if she was bad. Uh, and but. The fact that she's basically saying her experiences in pro wrestling are what triggered this, uh, that I really hope opens a lot of eyes 
as, as to how people in general are treated and hopefully you know hopefully she gets the help she needs and yeah and and you know comes back looking to you know make uh the most talented baby of all time with dominic um hey man that's don't put on sister that's disgusting wait are they oh wait yes they're related Dude, not cool. I can't, I can't remember. Ah! Anyway, uh, nothing but uh, best of luck to uh, Shaw and you know, take mental health seriously. Don't assume that you know mental health means. You know, somebody with a, you know, uh, with a low IQ or somebody who can't particularly do something uh, correctly the first time. No, that's not, it's not the case anymore. It's it's a it's a serious issue. It's affected it, it's affecting everybody, and we just need to start, you know, just treating each other better. I mean. I'm 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 going off on a tangent here, and it's okay. Kaliko, yeah, man, speak it. Kaliko, you wanna add to anything about uh, Soul Guerrero? I mean, it it it's crazy because the news came out like the day before she was supposed to be at the wrestling store. Which was over there in Huntington Park. If you, I think you know where that is, right, James? Actually, it's so. been to the wrestling store. Oh God, you gotta go! But <laughs> Jesus, you gotta go! Because actually, they're actually doing meet and greets now. Because it was supposed to have been her and and her husband, Aiden English, well, and Chavo stepped and Chavo stepped in. Uh, but they're doing Deanna Perazzo in a couple of weeks. Ooh. So that'll be yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the original topic at hand. We'll get to the wrestling store later. Uh, the best awareness is self-awareness, and and to be able to be objective, to step back and and uh, and just take it away and and do what's best for you is always the most important thing. Like you only got one life, man. You got to be happy and. And sometimes you gotta slow down to speed up. And in her case, I just wish her nothing but the best on her journey, man. Just to get to herself, you know, whatever that may be for her. So, what do you think that we've never seen um, a Soul Guerrero one, whether it was in WWE, AEW, any you know major? I would think any major wrestling company would obviously want her. She has name recognition. Uh, you know, a lot of second and third generation wrestlers have that. But I don't feel like it, it ever really clicked with her. I mean, we, there was always rumblings, but there was never a definitive yes when it came to her. Uh, am I maybe right or maybe wrong about that? I would say... You are right, only because I remember 
the 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 reviews of her initial uh, tryout were as uh, basically said she didn't have the talent associated with her family name and it wasn't exactly being showed if she actually wanted to live up to the name and you know having you know that particular name which is now now not just famous but infamous and not just for Eddie Guerrero at this point. Vicky has made her own kind of little legacy in WWE as well. Yes, uh, very true. It's and again, it's it's all. I mean, we we can't be the judge. I mean, for all we know, you know, Vicky. Could have you know, gone to Tony Khan and be like, "Oh, please give yeah, give Shaw a job." And Tony, being the nice guy that he is, would do it. Well, she did some ring announcing for AEW. All right, I mean, Tony, please give her a bigger push. <laughs> um, I think that went to Dasha, right? Dasha Quinn. Well. I'm pretty sure that she did, she did ring announcing for the women's tag team tournament that they did that one time. No, I I thought that was NWA. No, not. When did NWA do a women's tournament? No, I I thought Charles Guerrero was doing did some ring announcing for uh, and like. Not that I'm aware. Of. Oh, I don't know. What, whatever it is, again, we hope that uh, she gets what she needs and is happy and healthy. I think that's the most important part. Yes, absolutely. Um, about, on uh, some lighter news, uh, Kit Lee is engaged to Mia Yim. He gave her a ring and she gave him Corona. Boo! I, I, I guess that that was my pick for the rumble, damn <laughs> I could use that joke. She's fine. She's okay. She's recovered. Yeah. Uh, he, he gave her a ring. She gave him a reckoning. Oh, boo. Boo. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Retribution. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> nothing but wishing those guys nothing but the best. Of course, because that ring looks very familiar to the ring I gave my wife. So I got to give Keith Lee kudos for great taste. <laughs> and um, Keith Lee will also uh, buy his his new fiance a brand new Mercedes Martinez. Um, I think uh, Mercedes would go for that. 
Don't seem like the type of lady. <laughs> you never know. I I don't I don't know where I was going with that joke. Oh but... This is getting out of hand. <laughs> I think I think somebody dosed my Wendy's. Ooh, Wendy's. Ah. Uh, on a, on a, on a, all right. Well, while we're in the uh, spirit of a little bit of down news, um, the Fighting Spirit Wrestling School in Liverpool, England, is closed for good this time. What, what? is the Fighting Spirit Wrestling School? You ask. It is the wrestling school from Liverpool. I didn't mean to rhyme. Uh, ran by the grizzled young veterans James Drake, Zach Gibson, most recently from NXT and the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Um, they've gone through, you know, closings and openings, and um, but after you know, being officially uh, listed as relocated to the U.S. Uh, the Liverpool school was just unfortunately shut down. Uh, no, no plans at the moment to open one stateside. You know, it would be interesting, but if they would, um, but it seems like British wrestling in the past year has really died. Um, whether it be unsafe work environments, allegations, closing of uh, wrestling schools, uh, corona uh, issues, it, it's not looking good for them in the UK. No? I, mm, I mean, yes and no. It, it's kind of treading the line, in my opinion. Yes, you have the uh, the NXT UK debut of um, Miko Satomura, uh which was you know, supposed to be a big deal. Um, but, uh, I mean, other than that, yeah, I mean, it's falling all by the wayside over there, and... But at the, also at the same time, they're also experiencing worse strains of right. COVID. Um, Kaliko, you want to say something about uh, the UK scene? I mean, I think that's why WWE brought back NXT UK because it, it almost feels like they're saving British wrestling in a sense. Uh, and and that's good for for them. I, mainly, it's location as well, and and the way the UK. Well, prior to COVID, the whole thing in Europe used to work. And for those who never been there, it, it's pretty much like a bunch of countries, but they their freeways and everything is kind of like the interstate. So it, when that gets hauled halted. It just brings a, a jam to all those countries. Uh, UK more specifically because they're in an area where the weather in itself is funky. It's not like they have, you know, 
sunny days like California or Arizona, you know what I mean, or in a desert or some 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 sense. So no, the, the weather is so the 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 weather in itself is kind of like a, a hindrance because it keeps people inside. Uh, damn it! I wish that they could, you know, bring it back, but maybe they'll use that as a story. And that's probably why the Grizzled Young Veterans will win the Dusty Classic, but we'll go there a whole other way. <laughs> and uh, last thing on the, the news circuit, um, WrestleCon is taking place uh, during WrestleMania weekend. You knew damn well that was going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, it didn't happen last year for obvious reasons, but, you know, obviously WrestleMania is going to be WrestleMania. Uh, and they're going to try and get fans in. I think that they are, all things considered. Um, I haven't heard that anything bad came out of the Super Bowl. Um, uh, <laughs> Tampa might be in some trouble because yeah. uh, mainly one is because of the post-celebration and a lot of people were out uh, maskless. Oh. And then number two, uh, the rapper 50 Cent had a Super Bowl party, considering the fact that he knew that no one else was going to run one, and he ran one, and a lot of people were probably maskless and so on and so forth there. So Tampa is kind of on the radar right now, and that's probably why WWE was hesitant to, to put tickets on sale, because they wanted to see what was going to happen post-Super Bowl with the attendance. Right. And how, and if any, if there's a spike or not. And that's the biggest thing. If there's not a spike, they would have got those tickets a lot sooner. But I feel like it's going to be one, especially with Tampa winning, having the Super Bowl party, having the Super Bowl parade. It's just going to be a downhill, a downhill effect. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to say the guy, the guy's name uh, who's in charge of it, Michael Bocicio. 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 But, yeah, they're also, WrestleCon's also starting out uh, already operating at a loss from last year. Right. <laughs> so, I mean... Well, I think they announced their first first guest. I think it was like Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, the the one thing that they have going for them is that they could, you know, put it on um, Fight TV and get those um, those views on the paid preview. Um, but for people that might actually want to come, um, considering what Coleco just said, uh, might not be the best idea to to do live attendance even though they might be able to and will obviously want to? <laughs> well, the only way that they would pull it off is it would have to be at, like, because Tampa, I mean, I think WWE's got the Tampa Bay Ray Stadium unlocked, so it would have to be somewhere outdoors like a baseball field-ish. And that's a push, you know what I mean? Because as much as everybody... Knows Tampa has a football team. Tampa's not like L.A., where where they got like a bunch of 
big ass venues outdoors that they can host this shit at. Yeah. Especially considering WWE is going to have Raymond James on lock, and then they already got the baseball stadium on lock just for taping. You know, I, I, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere, you know, in international waters, a a, a huge barge with a wrestling ring is being constructed. Might actually be really fun. Pirate wrestling. And, 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 yeah, and anybody with a boat could come out and, and that, that's where Vince will uh, hold WrestleMania from now on. Live from the middle of the ocean. Don't act like you wouldn't watch that. Or try to score a boat to, to try and see it live. Because <laughs> I was. I can't swim, though. So. Well, neither am I, but I'd still go on the boat. (laughs) Well, from one bright idea to another, hey, have any of you ever wanted to run the WWE Network? Well, now you have the opportunity, because Peacock, the new soon-to-be home of the WWE Network, the pride of NBC Universal's streaming service platform. When it takes over the WWE Network on March 18th, is looking for a manager to handle the WWE Network on their platform. In their press release, they said, Now, we need fearless leaders and pop culture fiends to help build out our WWE user experience. So if you could name all of Mick Foley's characters, or know why Charlotte Flair claims to be born to conquer, then you should come smell what the peacock is cooking. Oh, the job God. Is- oh, wait. It gets better. The prospective applicant will be joining a team to help publishing live streams, curating collections and playlists, and identifying high-performance highlights from the WWE's vast and growing library of content. The candidate will create and maintain the WWE homepage. Schedule VOD promotions in sync with the entire WWE linear program slate. Assist in the creation of collections. Copy metadata for WWE assets. Be a subject matter expert in all aspects of the WWE universe. Ensure that the key metadata is present on all WWE content. Identify curation opportunities to expand visibility of long-form and short-form content. Coordinate asset delivery with internal and external teams to ensure timely promotion. Analyze data to make educated decisions on curation tactics and project-managed live streams of key events throughout the year. If you are interested, you can check out the job application and apply yourself at BrassRing.com. Damn, you should be a promoter. Damn, I'm good. All right. I know you got your application in, or they're going to. And it's, I know- it's just a big note in green crayon saying, hire me, damn it. 
And Kaliko is just holding out that they'll they'll hire him because he's a marine down there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna submit my DD two fourteen and just say this is it. Or I can show my video of my engagement. There you Ooh. go. Oh, there Ooh. you go. I mean, <coughs> I mean that 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 certainly and uh, no, I'm not gonna say it. No, I'm 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 not I'm not gonna make that joke. Not not gonna make it. I'm, well, that certainly would be an affirmative action. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 oh god I could take that joke I think we'll uh, conclude the news from here um, we uh, we were supposed to do a review of uh, the new beginnings tour from NJPW uh, me and Kalika were bad we did not actually watch the the matches <laughs> as of yet we're uh, still working on it uh, so we'll hope to get you that uh, next week. You mean I watched the New Japan event and you guys didn't? Well, <sighs> I watched night one, but like night two, I it was either that or it was either watch that or watch Kenta and John Moxley, and I kind of wanted to watch that, that AEW episode. <laughs> you didn't miss much with Kenta and John Moxley yeah, after yeah. their entrance. That was about it. Oh, no, yeah, it's okay. It was a good match. Absolutely. Not saying that it was like a. I'm not saying the match wise, but as far as like the intrigue. It's okay. I didn't watch the New Japan events. We know you didn't. Uh, we will. But for now, we are wrestling with NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. And uh, if you're smart. How should you listen to it, Scooter? With your ears. And if your ears work, then why not wrap them up in your big old wireless headphones and tune in to the remix. The only real way a wrestling fan listens to commentary of WWE events, NXT events, and maybe even... Just random moments. Like, you know, when I go to the bathroom in 15 minutes, join me for a remix then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but seriously, though, this Sunday, NXT TakeOver, Vengeance Day, the alternative to Valentine's Day. If you've had your heart broken and you just want to see some ass get kicked, tune in to the remix right here, right, right here, right there <laughs> UMB Sports 2. 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for Pacific. Myself, James, and maybe Calico if he uh, if he's not busy, you know, chasing the uh, the little one around or drunk. Or avoiding, uh, you know, the one that loves him the most on that very special day, like most men do. Exactly. <laughs> or, or, or avoiding the drunk little one that loves him the most. One of those two are going to get me. <laughs> All right, let's I, have a, I have a hit. It's going to be the latter than the former. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. 
Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals, Dakota Kai and Ra Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Satsi Blackheart. Um, it kind of feels like the Women's Dusty Classic was kind of just, oh, well, we do it for the men, so we got to do it for the women, too. Not kind of realizing that they didn't have a lot of female tag teams. Am I wrong here? Yeah, no, this should have probably been, this could have been the replacement for the May, uh, yeah, the May Young Classic. I mean, they haven't done the May Young Classic in, like, what, three years? Yeah, I mean, why not run, you know, the Dusty Classic alongside the May Young Classic concurrently? I mean, sure. it's, I mean... Yes. Okay. Gender should not be the defining issue of why something is done. It should be the fact that they're entertaining and then that we want to see them. This, the Women's Dusty Classic feels like it was just like Oh, okay, you guys, alright, so, you know what, we could probably squeeze another tournament out of this, so let's just, you know, do it, and therefore, because it's already devalued in the WWE's eyes, it's, you know, twice as devalued by the fans, because it's essentially, we're already being told vicariously that it's inconsequential. And the fact that it's just was a essentially just you know like okay I like the idea of you know random teams I loved Battle Bowl you know back in the day you know and you know ending with like a, you know the Battle Royal at the end. I mean that that was my jam, but the women's tournament, it's uh, I find yes uh, it'll probably be a good match, but it's a a lot harder for wrestling fans to find a reason to care for the reasons this match is happening. That being said, who wins? Um, yeah, it's yeah, Dakota and Raquel. Kaliko? Dang, everybody just hates that tournament. I, I, I get, you know what's funny? The only reason it's bad because they didn't focus on women's tag team and the jump plate in the first place. I felt that they should have had more of those main roster tag teams that are women jump in it, even for the fact of making it interesting. Because the whole point of the tournament is to get a shot at the NXT women's tag titles, right? So why wouldn't they put in those women tag teams and give them an opportunity? Whether they win or lose, that's it. That's not... That's not the point. 
the the point is to give to give to try to create depth of the women's tag team. And that is the only thing the only thing I didn't like about it. Uh but other than that, yeah, I mean it's Dakota Raquel because I feel like it's gonna go yeah, Dakota Raquel breakup soon. Especially with the seeds being planted when it was uh what, Rhea Ripley going against Dakota Kai and Raquel. And they had this little thing about like I could beat you by myself and Dakota couldn't and Raquel did and so I feel like that's gonna be the, the, the thread that pulls that story apart. I mean that makes a lot of sense from that standpoint. But you know, drawn together tag teams usually do quite well in these tournaments. And if you see who's actually the the champions right now, which is Baselaw and Jax, um wouldn't it make sense to have Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart win? Just to go with that heel and plus his face title match? I don't think the WWE thought that far. That is true. <laughs> because I feel like if that's the case, I, I think if even if that's the case, it could be something where it's a Raquel face her. I bet you they're going to push it to where she becomes a face. Not to, not to mention... And I love Dakota Kai. She's my girl. She don't. Oh my god, a, we love Dakota. She don't win a lot of matches, <laughs> so that's another reason to, in, in my mind, to go with Ember and Blackheart. So I think that's. Really I mean, I, I I see your point. I just don't. It, <laughs> Ember, I, I love Ember. I just feel like now she's trying to get herself back together after the ACL shit, and she damn near quit from it. So I give her kudos for even coming back. Uh, Shotzi, I thought that they were trying to push her as more of a singles person, so that's why. I see what you mean. Um, yeah. so, so that's why I would go with Raquel, because Raquel would have a reason to get away because let's say this, Raquel and, and, and Dakota win the match. They lose the tag match. Dakota's the reason they lose the tag match. Raquel has enough of it, and it gives her a, a chance to get a clean break as a singles wrestler, which is what they're trying to do. Storyline-wise, that would make sense. But, you know. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially I'm, I'm getting big uh, – you have Sean and uh, Easel vibes for Dakota and Raquel. Oh, yeah. Men's uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. MSK, Wesley, and Nash Carter versus Grizzled Young Veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Um, interesting uh, finals. Who, who wins, Scooter? Well... I think it, I think this is the first Dusty Rhodes Classic where I'm not there is no obvious uh, real winner. That being said, you know MSK 
Uh, you know, the, the Rascals sends Trey Miguel come into this tournament, and it's their debut. And boom, 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 they roar off like wildfire. This is where the WWE says, welcome. This is how we do things here. Learn your place. Maybe next time. Ah, so you're going with the... You don't just come in and win our tournaments type deal. Yep. That's not a bad um Dark. What about you, Kaliko? What say you? I mean if they had introduced the the school closing thing, it would have gave you a reason to cheer for them. But with that being said, it'll be the grizzled young veterans because of the simple fact I feel like them being NXT UK tag champs that, that or former rather that they have a lot more to offer in that tag team scene than MSK and like everybody else said this is your welcome to WWE bitch moment uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah it, it's got to be the grizzly yo because when they came back they came back like solid and like they came back and like were floating so they have a plan with them. Um, I think I'm still going to go with MSK, though. Because, you know, again, WWE is for the, the baby face. It's a baby face territory. They usually go with the faces. Um, So it would make sense to go with MSK versus, and, you know, they get a tag team championship shot. Who are they wrestling heels and Danny Burch and Orny Larkin? So maybe that that's the major deciding factor for me. Alright, um, North American Championship match. Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. Who wins, Scooter? Now, this is, this is not exactly... Um... I mean, no. I mean, Gargano seems like he's been trying to like weasel out of it, yeah. After being in a wheelchair and whatnot. Um, God, I'm. I want Kushida to win. I want. I want someone to have a better, you know. To go on to have a better, you know, oh, I was a former New Japan, uh, you know, original, uh, I have a better WWE career, and then, you know, Shinsuke is essentially right now, uh, I, I think if Kishida doesn't pull it out here, I think Kishida's, uh, I think Kishida's time might be at an end. Hmm. I have a, a little bit of a theory, but I'll save that for after uh, Coleco. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> but uh, this is a tough one. I mean, Gargano is Mr. Takeover. Uh, Kushida's kind of showing that little streak. But I would think Gargano would win by interference. 
I don't think it's going to be something you took, where... You took my theory. <laughs> I mean, it has to be because, I mean, everything Gargano has done to this point has been the chicken shit. He'll, and that's the funny thing about it because he could win on his own, but he just chooses not to. And, and that's the whole point of his gimmick. And, and I think the way finds a way to get this through. This is the way. Asshole. This is the way, asshole. <laughs> no, I actually went the opposite way. Uh, no, no pun intended. Um, Johnny, yes, Johnny Gargano is Johnny Takeover, but, you know, we always forget Johnny don't win Takeover matches. Like, ever. Like he's five and 20. That's a lie. He won Halloween Havoc. What are you talking about, son? And he won the triple threat. He, oh, it's still not a good marching. <laughs> so I see, but I don't see them taking off the belt of Johnny Gargano right this second. So what I'm thinking is the way it comes in. Uh, and causes disqualification because Sheeta gets the win by disqualification and it builds up for a Johnny Gargano Kushida rematch at the next takeover for WrestleMania. Well, Kushida will win. And next up, NXT Women's Championship match, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. Who wins, Scoop? Hmm. Gee. Hmm. Oh, such a toughie. Ooh. Ow. Oh, this hurts my head. Io Shirai. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, seriously? Like, do you really think? Yeah, you, I mean, if you think Io Shirai is losing, you're as blind as Anne Frank. Well, yeah, Io's been a great champion, but she did win the championship in a triple threat. So. It would only make sense for her to lose the championship in a triple threat. Maybe with Mercedes Martinez pinning Tony Storm. And by the way, thank you for uh, agreeing with me that Anne Frank was blind when she wasn't. Um, That's the only use of Stevie Wonder for for all all blind analogy. I was or Ray Charles. <laughs> I was trying. I was seeing if anybody would catch that. I said, usually people say Helen Keller in that. Um, I think it's the, you know, it's the think before that, before James' time, Helen Keller. I don't know Hell, before my time. I know who uh, Helen Keller is. I did a paper on her. <laughs> But uh, what what say you, Coleco? Io, Tony, Mercedes. God, I want Tony to win. 
God, I want Tony to win. Just so <laughs> one of us will be in each corner. I'm in Mercedes and Scooter's in EO. Yeah, but, yeah, God, I want Tony to win. But I, I just feel like everything's been happening. EO's been one step ahead. So as much as... As much as it pains me, EO's the division. So whoever beats her is going to be somebody. So that's why, eh, that's why I feel like it's it would be better if Raquel did. Of uh, that's where I think the Raquel losing the match, going to the singles, getting the title shot, beating her eventually down the road. So it would mean more. But I mean, I that's just me. Raquel is ready for a title run. It, it, it's gonna be. It's uh, coming. It, it's gonna be Zaylee uh, or Tian Shen who beats uh, you for it. The supposedly two uh, the two thousand year old uh, empress to kill the dragon. dragon. Really? The the they don't they're doing the Japanese Chinese battle, huh? I mean, I, I thought that was over with Bruce Lee, but uh, remember I mean, Enter the Dragon? Like, I thought that was over. <laughs> but that, yeah, that, um, the, yeah, the 2,000-year-old, uh, you know, Empress is a repackaged, uh, Karen Q. Um, oh, my God. Really? Yep. Yep. Uh, Karen Q, right from, uh, my hometown in Queens. Oh. Well, thanks um, for knowing the mystique, Scooter. Now you're just going to tell me Brave White is RS, IRS's son. Yes. He <laughs> is W2 Shyster. Um, <laughs> uh, but they, they, they're they really going somewhere with the uh, this old Kianshan uh, story. So they're they're, they're Building up something with uh with Zaylee and uh, EO probably if there's a takeover WrestleMania weekend probably there will be. Uh, it's two nights, but but th- doesn't Bo- doesn't it make Bo Dallas W four shyster? <laughs> no, it, you know, it makes him ten ninety nine shyster. <laughs> So, Kaliko, definitively, who is your pick for the women's title match? EO. All right. NXT Championship match, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. Who wins, Scooter? Balor. Be right back. Kaliko, who's your pick? I mean, Balor, because... Edge and Balor is better than Dunn and Balor. I mean, Dunn and Edge. Edge and Edge and Balor is better than Edge and Dunn. So you think that they're actually going to go uh, Balor and um, Edge for WrestleMania? I mean, I'm not complaining. Well, the but rumor is that like they're it... wanting the NXT. The rumor is the NXT title is possibly getting defended at Maniac. And I told you this precedent, it, it's all about precedent now because last year the NXT Women's Championship was defended on a two-night WrestleMania. This year it's a two-night WrestleMania 
they got to stack that card for both nights. Especially with uh, I, the, uh, an actual crowd going to be there. Exactly. Um, like I said, I, I, Edge is either going NXT or SmackDown. Those are the two choices. So after the last two weeks, I give Raw 1%. <laughs> NXT four what forty nine and SmackDown fifty it that that's literally how I see it as far as odds of where Edge is going because the storyline is trickling that way. Well, and uh, and on SmackDown, Edge did get physical with Roman Reigns, so it does seem like they're kind of going that way. Even though maybe they shouldn't, and they, we should see Finn versus Edge. Well, the reason they're going that way is because Roman literally was like, he made it an issue. He made it an issue. Like, motherfucker, you got the nerve to wait till the end of the week to see me. That's what you see. What I'm saying, and that's and that's literally that's all it took. Is like, I'm the man. Fucking acknowledge me because I'm the fucking guy. Because Edge went all over the place and gave everybody their kudos, and Roman didn't get it, and he felt slighted, and he had the I'll slap a bitch face look. And doesn't Roman always have that face nowadays? Not lately, which is, I love it. I love it. I love the old I'll slap the sh- It's like a Samoan Debo. Uh, but, 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 uh, but it, it, it can't get no crazier than that, though. But, but I think it'll, I think Edge, Edge Roman would be a big spear versus spear. He's saving us from Roman Goldberg, so hell. Well, <laughs> yeah. Unless they make it a triple threat. Oh, God, no. That'll be the shortest <laughs> triple thread in history. Jesus, are you kidding me? Um, no, I see what you mean. If they did this match before, uh, after WrestleMania, my money would kind of be on Pete Dunne because, I, honestly, I feel like he deserves an NXT championship run. I mean, he's been there for, like, forever. And he's done practically everything. Um, so I, you know, and that would be giving him his kudos moment. But considering that will be for WrestleMania, there is a Finn Balor Edge tease coming up. Uh, I don't think they're going to give it to him this time. I think uh, Scooter is back. Yes. Scooter is back. Did you run a mile? Feels like it. <laughs> uh, Hit the inhaler one time. Hit the inhaler one time for the one time. Uh, no, because then I'll have to leave again. Um, this is, you know, for all intents and purposes, this is an NXT Dream match. I mean,. I, I hate the fact that they even teased that Edge would uh, 
consider going after the NXT title simply because he hasn't had it, but yet it's still considered a lesser title. Uh, until until NXT is no longer a you know a place where everyone has to go before you know they reach for a SmackDown and they do a real like roster like shake up and send people from Raw and SmackDown to NXT and treat NXT like the official third brand. It's there's there's no point in having there really was no point in having Edge there. I mean, oh, I'd love to see a Finn Balor Edge match. I absolutely would, and everybody else would. Um, but then it's not gonna make any. It's not gonna make Edge uh, choose. So, but at at the same time. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this was the time Balor decided he wanted to, you know, make, uh, you know, give Pete Dunne his due. Yeah, because, let's face it. Instead, Pete Dunne should not have been the longest reigning NXT UK champion. He really should have been the longest reigning NXT North American champion. Um, and, then, and then you could have done something else there, but um, if Dunn doesn't win, I don't think I don't know if Pete will ever get near a title match again. I disagree with that. Uh, not, not because yeah, they've given up on him, but because every title reign he'll have will have to will be compared to the UK title reign. And just by that, people will, if it doesn't last long, he'll, you know, he'll get unfairly, you know, crapped on because of it. I think that's, um, another conversation for another time. But I, I do see what you mean. But let's give uh, Pete Dunn his due. I mean, yeah, Pete Dunn. Like I said, I, I get everything Scooter says, but I would say NXT is more has Edge has more of a shot of going to NXT than going to Raw after the Raw title. In my opinion, and 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 the only reason NXT is is even the viable threat that it is is because when Charlotte did what she chose to do, it, it whether we knew it or not, it elevated NXT to that level, even though most wrestling fans doesn't see don't see it as that level. Well, I it it would have had there not been the shutdown. 
too. Yeah, because keep in mind they had the whole the whole shebang with NXT at the Survivor Series prior to this, and 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 they had NXT going over like a motherfucker. So to me, it I I, I see everything Scooter's saying, but I put it this way: like I like I th- think Scooter was gone before I said I said this. But I'll say it again, 1% edge, the, the odds of edge for each championship, I'm going Raw 1%, NXT 49%, SmackDown 50%. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, would, I, I would agree that he would choose uh, the NXT title over the WWE championship, uh, considering that, you know, that Every time he's had the WWE championship, you know, it's it's all about going back for titles you never had, and NXT, NXT title the and the first time, and the the Universal title. I mean, um, I mean, also now with uh, the announcement that there will be a. SmackDown Elimination Chamber match featuring Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan, and the winner will get a Universal Championship match. Immediately what? following the chamber match. Immediately following? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. That's interesting. Yeah, which makes me wonder now, because that could change everything. It totally could. Now, and we also have to remember that someone still wants another Brock Roman match at Mania. And that that's apparently getting a lot of credence. The idea of Goldberg and Roman is still on the table. The idea of Cena and Roman still on the table as well. So, if Roman doesn't leave Elimination Chamber with the title, let's say... Let's say let's say and Daniel Bryan ends up winning it. Yeah, we're getting Daniel Bryan Edge, without a doubt. Okay. I mean, if put it this way, if Roman retains coming out of Elimination Chamber, there's still that uh, that that fifty percent. For SmackDown. If Roman loses it, 
to Daniel Bryan, it goes way up for SmackDown. Yeah. Well, I think we should conclude our coverage of and SmackDown, and and yeah. that's the wild card, considering the fact that like SmackDown chose to do their their chamber for the right to even get a shot, and McIntyre is literally in the match, so that tells you it's going to be where it's heading. Kind of, you know, kind of weird that they that they're competing brands and they would go those two totally different routes. And I'm sure we'll talk everything Elimination Chamber next week on the show. And But for now, we shall conclude our coverage of WWE, NXT, TakeOver, Vengeance Day. That is a lot. Until, uh, until next Saturday, catch us this Wednesday when we interview Little Mean Kathleen, which is... One of our more funner interviews, if I do say so myself. Uh, until then, you could like, subscribe, comment, both on YouTube and CastBox. And for everything that is wrestling with entertainment related, you can follow Wrestling with E for update, updates on shows, um, updates on interviews, time and schedules, everything that you need to know about the show. And you can join the conversation with us as well. You can find me at JamesJ993. Where can they find Galico? Find me showing pictures of my damn backyard. All this work I put in on them lights. <laughs> at I am Galico. And where can they find Scooter Dust? Uh, you can find me on the hunt for Alexa Bliss's stalker, and as well, you can find me on the uh, on the Twitter, as the kids say, at Scooter Dust, and as always, holding it down for the UNB Network at UNBS Wrestling. The remix Sunday. Tune in. Smash the fuck out of it. For Coleco Yachts, Scooter Dust. I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling With Entertainment. You got a pretty mouth.